0: Stars fifth podcast. This is the uh, fantasy, not fantasy, All-Star edition of the 2020 All-Stars. I am David Pollock and with me is Todd Sakamoto.
1: How you doing? What's going on?
0: Oh, it's going well. It's uh, very sunny here in the future. Today, uh, what's, what's, uh,
1: what's new in the land of beer and pretzels? Uh,
0: not much. I've been eating a lot of uh, German food, actually. I had schnitzel for the first time here.
1: Oh schnitzel, is that, that's the yeah, deep-fried uh, pork dish or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah, thinly pounded pork, uh, breaded, deep-fried, usually with a side of potato salad, a mustard-based potato salad usually.
1: You know what it sounds like? Tonkatsu without the tonkatsu sauce.
0: I, it kind of is, yeah. If you want to Asiafy it,
1: <laughs> seeing as we are Asian, yes, I will Asiafy it and say it's basically tonkatsu German style. We probably had that shit first. We had uh, it beat by like thousands of years, probably. Yeah, (laughs) Deutsche (laughs) Tokatsu.
0: Maybe I'll just ask for that
1: next time. (laughs) Uh, That'll be a fun explanation. It's like, no, it's kind of like this Japanese dish. It's uh, really quite ancient. Don't worry. (laughs) You guys are a young culture. You never understand. (laughs) It's a good way to get kicked out of the country. Just insult them to their faces.
0: Yes, yes. All right, all right. Enough about... Uh, all right,
1: enough with the nonsense.
0: Enough with the German culture. Um, this week we are going to be talking about the Futures game a little bit. We also are going to be talking about our bold second-half predictions. Perhaps too bold.
1: <laughs> we were... a little. They're, they're, they're pretty bold, so if we actually hit any of these, we use a medal or something.
0: Yeah, These are uh, these are ones you really want to... I don't know if you want to follow them, but if you're you know sh- you know swinging for the fences, the- these are the guys you want.
1: It's kind of AL only, NL only, deep league kind of predictions here.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: All right, so let's uh, let's talk a little futures game. I'm yeah, you you you've read the highlights. I don't know. You probably probably hard to get the game in Germany. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, they they did not have the game. I uh I read about the highlights. It seemed um. Seems like a one-sided affair, with the yeah. uh, the, US the U.S. team kind of uh, flexing their muscles. <laughs> but
1: uh, they, they showed some showed some some pretty strong players. I think they had a few more advanced players than the world team. The world team was a little younger. World team was really trying to get in some players from different countries and kind of uh, kind of at a disadvantage in some areas. I'm sure they could have had some stronger players if they just uh, not had to load up on some uh, different countries there.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that hurts, but, you know. Uh, what did you like from this game? Who did you see that you liked?
1: Uh, a lot of the U.S. pitchers. The U.S. pitchers, there was just a lot of a lot of big kids bringing it in the high 90s. Uh, the starter, Syndergaard, he's got a great fastball. The stuff is just really pops. I and mean, you can really just hear the mitt popping when he throws the ball. Uh, the secondary stuff looked good. He looked strong. Uh, the real superstars, I thought, were uh, Archie Bradley, I the, the breaking stuff looked great. He had some some great breaking balls. If he can keep it in the zone and uh, not you know not have to worry about the control and the command, he's he's his fastball is already his already MLB ready, and he's he's going to be number one overall probably in pitching next year with Dylan Bundy out with the elbow. Uh, okay. Tywin Walker looks like he can come up to the majors right now, compete probably for a fourth or fifth starter now. Definitely has got one or two stuff. Um, yeah, it, those, so, those are the U.S. pitchers that really impressed. All
0: right. I mean, is Archie Bradley a guy that if Arizona's in it, do they like bring him up as like the surprise closer or something like that?
1: Uh, you know, if they if they if they're smart and they and they want to limit his innings, they can do something like they did like with a David Price. You know, something like that. You know, where they brought him up at the end of the year, just let him kind of work one or two innings, really just, you know, let him throw, throw that fastball and not have to worry about saving his arm. I mean, if they can limit his innings down in double-A, then, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would think that would be a great idea if Arizona's in it. I mean, I I'd, I'd think that would be kind of a prime introduction. Uh, like, again, Dylan Bundy did that last year. This year he blew out his elbow. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. You know, Price worked out fine. Dylan Bundy, not so great. So, okay. if they need it, it's worth a shot. But there is precedent on both ends for success and failure.
0: All right? Yeah. But it is a possibility that, you know, it could be him rather than Will Harris. <laughs> that,
1: there you go. There, there's one bold prediction. One bold prediction. Dylan Bundy, three saves by the end of the year.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Archie Bradley.
1: No, sorry. Archie Bradley. Archie Bradley. Sorry. Yeah. No, and, no. And, uh, Let's see uh, another another kind of dark horse. I think a guy who had some really some a really nice curveball was uh, Jesse Biddle, left-hander out of the uh, Philly system.
0: Okay. He's, um, uh,
1: he's probably a little further behind. He's probably not looking at the bigs until maybe September of next year. But he's someone to keep an eye on next year. Definitely someone to add. He'll probably be a top ten pitching prospect next year.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at his numbers. He's uh Got a great K for nine. His walks are a little high.
1: That that's the thing that's a little scary right now. The command control is just not quite there. But the breaking stuff, it when he gets it in the zone, it's it makes some of the some of the players look silly. Hmm. And right, it's definitely a plus pitch. All right, all right. Um, let me see. In terms of the hitters, hitters, uh, of course, you've got to talk about Matt Davidson, Mr. MVP. Southern California kid, uh, former high school <laughs> teammate of Taiwan Walker's, actually played together at Ukepa High. Um, okay. <laughs> he's he's a, he's a big strong kid. I mean he 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 hit the game winning homer um, in the Futures game. Next day he went down to uh, Reno and won the uh, AAA home run contest. Okay. So uh, I think the power's legit. I mean it might he might not be a 40 home run guy. He might not be a Gold Glover, but I think he could be a a good defensive third baseman, a, for serviceable at worst. And I think he could have uh, good power, 25 to 30 home run power.
0: All right. Yeah. Should, kinda... be a,
1: should be a middle of the lineup guy kind of slotted in there with uh, Goldschmidt, maybe like a fifth hitter.
0: Okay. Yeah, his numbers kind of uh, look like that. He's got decent a decent walk rate.
1: Yeah. Like, he's, he looks he's got like... no speed and,
0: uh, you know. Yeah, he looks like a regular kind of like number five, number six guy who you yeah. want who you want on your team but you don't you're not building your fantasy team around this guy.
1: You're you're not you're not uh you're not staking your entire future on him, but if you end up with him as your corner infield in the future, he you would probably be pretty happy with that. Yeah. Maybe I mean, you a low end third baseman if you go first base early and you just need a third baseman or a corner infield kind of guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, I guess we should talk about George Springer since we were kind of hyping him up. Um,
1: ah, yeah, our he, uh, boy, George. Yeah,
0: he, uh, he did do much offensively.
1: He did. He he did,
0: he, he did get a hit.
1: He got a hit, and the thing that impressed me was that it was an infield single, and he was quick out of the box. I mean, he he definitely was able to apply some pressure with the speed, and uh, was able to beat out an infield single. I mean. Uh, word on the street was that he really impressed during batting practice he really showed some some incredible raw power so I do wonder I do, wonder, I, do uh,
0: I have my I do wonder when you hear those stories that's clearly an agent planting a story about a guy <laughs> he looked great in batting practice he lost 10 pounds this summer <laughs> he really hey
1: the bat speed is there and when he swings the bat it it is a it's a pretty vicious cut
0: okay okay so you saw um, so you saw the vicious cuts in the game
1: it, you 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 did see a little bit of the swing and miss <laughs> uh-huh okay but uh you saw you saw a lot of the bat speed and you definitely saw the ability to apply some pressure with his uh speed on the base paths so all right. All right. Um, on the world team Xander Bogarts again. And if we talked about him before, he looks like a smart player. He makes good contact. I yeah. think he's going to be fine on defense. I think he's gonna be able to stick at shortstop. No worries there, especially with drew hurt. You never know. You might see him at the end of the year, this year, you yeah. might get a September call up.
0: I mean, uh, even though I love <coughs> Stephen drew, he is not a guy you want to rely on. He definitely gets hurt like yeah. clockwork every year. And, yep. uh, He's hurt once again. They say he's coming back, but I wouldn't trust him.
1: Which which makes me say that Xander Bogarts has an outside chance to be a, a late season call up. And if he does, he if he gets at bats, he might be worth a speculative ad in one year leagues and definitely in keeper leagues. He's going to be someone you're looking at keeping.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have uh, those leagues where you have to the guys have to get an at like a major league at bat type thing. I've had I've seen leagues where you can't uh, keep a guy if he doesn't come into the majors at all.
1: Yeah, so that's one guy you, you're hoping gets the call because he's he's definitely going to be a guy you want to build your team around. Um, yeah, so th- those are the players that really stood out to me. All right, all right.
0: Um, like I said, I didn't watch the game. I just saw the uh, highlights. But I mean, <laughs> that's kind of the. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to uh, agree with Todd on this one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, thank you. I feel like I, I, my expert analysis was uh, fully validated right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is the 2020 All Stars. We don't really need expert analysis, do we?
1: No, uh, uh, we we are clearly not experts. We're barely and we're barely analyzing things.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're we're staking our our uh, reputation on Will Harris, <laughs> who I, I will say I will say the last
1: game before the All Star break got a win. <laughs> hey, there you go
0: the guy's big time.
1: Fantasy all-star in the second half, Bill Harris.
0: I mean, I love this kid. 29 strikeouts, 22 innings. (laughs) He's he's in a situation that's a mess. They just keep bringing him in in the seventh inning.
1: And you know who got a save the other day? David Hernandez.
0: (laughs) Well, I think Brad Ziegler is the guy there now.
1: Brad Ziegler also got a save, so clearly it's just put the names in the hat and pull one out, and whoever's turn it happens to be that night, just pray.
0: Yeah, I mean, Heath Bell's getting home runs like crazy. I don't even think he has the job anymore. Officially, no, have the job. No,
1: no, they've, they've officially gone to closer by committee, and yeah. they're embracing the closer by committee. Okay, so bold predictions. Yes. Yeah. This, this is this is this is where we stake our claim to or be we,
0: fantasy analysts. I think we're kind of going on the closer carousel. Is there anything else on the closer carousel, or?
1: Uh, you know that that was the only situation I noticed that really is imploding and that I would stay away from.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So let's go to our bold predictions. Second half bold predictions. Um. This this could get uh this could get interesting.
1: Again, if we hit one of these, we, we deserve a medal because these are these are going to be pretty bold. Yeah, these are not things we actually think are are likely to happen. They're things that we think could happen, and if they do, you could the, win. The,
0: you could win a league on this. You could become yeah. like you could go from fifth to first on some of these yeah. ones.
1: These are the guys that some some of these guys are going to be uh, a little bold.
0: Yeah, let's go for it. Um, Alright, number
1: one, what, you, what what's your first bold prediction for the second half here?
0: Oh man, this okay, so I, I guess I'm gonna have to just start off well, I guess we'll start off with something not so crazy. I think Anthony Rizzo has a second a big second half. I okay. think I think he turns the Bay Bip around. I think he brings some of his power. I think the Cubs are just so out of it that they he you know it warms up, he's got a he just you know, hits with a lot less pressure.
1: Who knows? Maybe he gets some uh, wind blowing out there in Chicago. What what kind of bold predictions are we looking at? Are we looking at 15 homers?
0: I would say 15 homers. I think he's got 14 homers right now.
1: Okay. Okay. So the second half being a little shorter, technically, it's not It's not exactly halfway. So, uh, Let's see
0: what he's... Yeah. Well, he's got 13 homers right now. I say he gets more than 30. Wow. So that's 17, so you're looking
1: at, 17 homers. At, at least 17 homers in the second half.
0: At least That's, 17 uh, homers in the second half.
1: And the batting average, you think he's going to break uh, 280?
0: Oh, yeah. I think he I think he goes 290 to 300.
1: Wow. That's, I, th- I uh, think he
0: just has, like, a hot second half. Like, I think he has one of those, like, banana months where he goes, you know, when you have the three weeks and you hit 380 and that just totally, like, inflates your batting average for a little while.
1: Yeah, just one of those ten homer months.
0: Exactly. I think he has one of those. Okay. And that, okay. and then just the rest will be average, and so the average of that will be very good.
1: Okay. Uh, my my not so bold first base prediction is uh, Eric Hosmer, of course, our uh, a guy we keep a close eye on. Yes. I he... think uh, I think with George Brett there, he's he's got he's got a different philosophy. He looks strong. He's hit something like eight homers since Brett's been on board. <laughs> I think he can continue the power. I don't think he's gonna be in. I don't think he's gonna be that hot. But I think he, if he gets to, uh, I think he's at nine now. Yeah. He can possibly get to twenty uh, four. Okay. Okay. That's uh we... twenty five homers. I mean, that's the same fifteen. That's the
0: same fifteen to seventeen that I'm. I'm looking for with Rizzo.
1: So. And I and I think he's he's again he's gonna be he's gonna be in the same range, uh, 280, maybe 290, and I think he's gonna get an advantage over Rizzo because I think he puts up seven steals.
0: Okay, I, you know, he's a sneaky steals guy. Um, I actually read once on Fangraphs they like interviewed him about stealing and he kind of laughed. He's like, yeah, I don't really, you know, he basically he says he only steals bases because they uh don't pay attention to him.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, even Billy Butler had a few steals for the Royals. I think they're they're very willing to send players when the uh the pitcher's not paying attention. And I think that's gonna be the game changer for Hosmer is those steals. I think he ends the year with uh what, thirteen to fifteen steals.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean that's
1: that's and, a big uh, deal in fantasy. That that bat, that baseball. puts him with the high average. Decent, decent homers and double-digit steals. That puts them at the uh, the bottom of the top ten first baseman, I think.
0: Yeah, we'll see. It's uh, Rizzo versus uh, Hosmer for the second half.
1: Both about the same age. Uh, just uh, let's see. That's a, those are our two first baseball predictions. You, you have a second baseball prediction that I kind of <gasps>
0: like. Oh, wow. Second baseball prediction. This is actually just a uh, prediction that I'm recycling. I recycle this one every year, <laughs> but um, I am truly, madly, deeply in love with Ryan Rayburn, and um, <laughs> I don't know why, I think I won a year with this guy one time, and I just think, I don't know, I think the guy's always, he's a second half player, and even more than that, he's a September player.
1: September play is he, is he is he is that his bananas month where he goes eight homers, two seventy five to two ninety average, just
0: I mean just yeah,
1: completely changes your game.
0: This guy, yeah, just for like three weeks, he has gone totally bananas um, in several years, and it's always after everyone has given up on him because he just has a horrid first half. <laughs> and um, what's crazy this year is his numbers are really good. Okay. So we were talking about yeah. it earlier, and I was saying, oh, Ryan Rayburn, and you obviously know that I love Ryan Rayburn, so you're like, ugh, another Ryan Rayburn. So I, I,
1: I had written him off this year. I'm not going to lie. I hadn't even looked at him this year.
0: Yeah, but um, I'm, I looked at his numbers. The guy has, uh, what, 10 home runs in 170 at-bats. Um, he's got a 900 OPS. <laughs> uh, you know, 265 batting average, which for him is good because he strikes out a lot. He's a swinger.
1: He, yeah, he definitely likes to swing the bat. He he earns his uh, his money.
0: I mean, he's not an everyday player, which is a problem. Let's uh, we'll put that out there. But I don't know. For a guy who's like not an everyday player, he he's a guy who could turn it on.
1: Okay. Um, okay. I, I like it. I think. I think he's got potential. What what kind of numbers do you see him putting up?
0: I I'm going to say I want to say 8 home runs
1: in like 150 at-bats. Wow. Okay, for second baseman, that's definitely usable.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at some of his previous years. Yeah, so uh, 2011 in September in 17 games he had three homers, 380 average, 1,100 OPS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy is a September superstar. In um, 2010, he had, in August, he had eight homers in 100 at-bats with a 300 average, and then in September, he had six homers with, in 90 at-bats with 370 average. I mean, wow. they, there's, there's precedent for Ryan Rayburn just going totally bananas late in the okay. season. Okay.
1: So he might basically be one of those guys where you just pick him up when he's on fire, and uh, as soon as he's not, you just drop him again.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So basically, just look for the hot streak.
0: Yeah, wait for the hot streak. But, you know, the hot streak comes quick. He, he'll have, like, multi-home run games. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I just wait for that one game where he gets, like, three hits, and then, then just pick him up.
1: Okay. Let me see. For uh for middle infield, I think the, the the not so bold prediction, I guess. This this one again is again kind of kind of an easy pick, but I think Nick Franklin is gonna be one of those guys that you're gonna want to buy. Okay. Nick Franklin
0: he's young. He had a lot he kinda came in and set the world on fire and uh you know He was he was
1: a he was a pretty high prospect coming out of Seattle, but then since then... he's broke <laughs> into the league he's uh 42 games he's already got six homers five steals batting 270 yeah I mean you 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 pull those numbers out he's you know he's he's at a high teens high teens season like a 17-17 season you know yeah uh, a little bit of luck a few a few good breaks I mean that's that's a 2020 middle infielder and uh, he's only gonna get better I think
0: okay yeah it seems like he slowed down a little bit in July yeah he had a uh, a hot June and now July has come and he's he's, he's Bolu Mendoza line for July but you know it's only you know, ten games. You really 10. think?
1: It's it's bold prediction. I think he he turns it back around. He puts up another. Oh yeah, I say maybe. Gosh, maybe even ten homers in the second half to get to sixteen. Whoa. The That's crazy. <laughs>
0: These are bold these are uh, deep leagues these are uh, you yeah, might you uh, might need these to win
1: I be you... six or seven steals double digit steals again do so let's go want... uh, 16 16 14 Homer steals okay with so a 250 259
0: let's say do you want him or do you want Neil
1: Walker uh, you know I think because of the speed I'll take Franklin I think Franklin gets a few more
0: steals. Okay, what about him or uh, Dan Ugla?
1: Ugh, Ugla, if you need power, I think Ugla could possibly turn on the power, but uh, I think overall, Nick Franklin. All
0: right, and uh, let's go one more. What about your boy, Josh Rutledge?
1: Ugh, Ugh, Rutledge. (laughs) Ugh, I thought I I would love him, but he just, (laughs) he, he... He was just house on fire last year, this year kind of failing. I think I'm gonna go Franklin.
0: Okay, okay. So Franklin's kinda of that guy, and that you know, maybe on your waiver
1: wire, maybe not. He's my middle infield uh, rookie crush this year.
0: Okay, okay.
1: He's he's the new he's the new he's the new Gordon Beckham.
0: Oh gosh. What about him or Gordon Beckham? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, probably Franklin. Okay. I think Franklin's got a more rounded game.
0: Uh, Fangraphs actually had an article about Gordon Beckham. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. You, did you read it? No, I didn't. They they said they had some positive things. His uh, oh, in, infield fly hey. rate had come down. His line drive rate had come up. His uh, Bay Bippa was wildly unsustainable, and he was there striking out a lot. <laughs> well, had, hey. Yeah.
1: You can't win them all.
0: Can't win them all, but uh, you know, if you'd had him these past thirty days, you're pretty happy with it.
1: (laughs) All right. How about how about one outfield bold prediction? uh, One pitcher, maybe.
0: Okay. Um, you want to start with the outfield?
1: Sure. Sure. Uh, another, Another former top prospect, I think, is he might put it together. And uh, give you some useful stats in the second half is Jose Tabata. <laughs> I'm buying back in on Jose Tabata. I was I was conducting that training a few years ago. Then I bought into the he put on 25 pounds and was going to be a home run hitter. Apparently, 25 extra pounds was not a good thing on his frame. But I think he's he's back. He might uh, he might be walking into some playing time. The pirates are not terrible. They're they're pretty. They're a pretty decent offense, and uh, I I kind of want to believe in Jose Tabata.
0: Okay, ah, man, Jose Tabata, That guy just the heartbreaker. It's he, he like one of these guys that doesn't try. I mean, maybe he does try, <laughs> but
1: man, that that hey, might be that might be a little harsh. Yeah, but yeah. Leave the guy alone. He, in. He's... in in July, since he's come back in eleven games in July, so, so fair, not a not a lot of games. He's played eleven games. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a decent average, you know, three thirty three average. Couple steals, couple RBIs, couple runs. Nothing, nothing groundbreaking. But you know what? He's getting on base. Mm-hmm. He's 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 gonna show some power. I think he could put up uh, seven homers in the back half. He's gonna run into a few. Right. If he gets on base, he can maybe get you seven steals. So he's not he's like he's one of those guys if you're playing in a deep league and you just need someone who might get you a few steals and might get you a few homers. You never know you never know jose Tabata he had some he had some hype coming into the league yeah, as a rookie I,
0: I mean he's one of these guys that yeah can be your twenty i mean
1: he was supposed to be one of your one of your twenty twenty speed power guys
0: not twenty twenty more like twenty forty like or like fifteen forty you know he had a lot yeah. of speed
1: right. Yeah, he, he he was a guy that uh, people really liked coming into the league. All right, so, all right. Jose Tabata. Got right. you name, name to to the watch list.
0: Um, gosh, I'm uh, I think I'm making a mistake here. I'm just I'm just going back to the well. I really like uh, David Murphy in Texas. David
1: Murphy, okay. I another, mean, another guy who's going to put up some good power numbers if he runs into some balls in that hot summer.
0: Yeah, I mean he he's had a, he's been ice cold this year. Um, all his numbers are down. Doesn't look good, but um, you know I mean that's kind of where opportunity lies, right?
1: Yeah, there you go. Sometimes you gotta just take a shot in the dark and hope.
0: Yeah, I mean he's kind of a two seventy hitter. He's a you know fifteen to eighteen home run guy for the year. He usually only they usually sit him against lefties. Okay. Um, but yet, I mean, you're playing in Texas. You're gonna have opportunities.
1: You're you're gonna you're, you're gonna be able to pop some in that uh, in that stadium. So there you go.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I would say that's uh, one thing I really like to do is just pick up guys that are on hitter friendly teams.
1: So well you're looking at the Cincinnati's, the Texas guys, places like that.
0: Yeah, places like that.
1: Where, you know, that's it's another kind of the... I, I like Chicago.
0: Kind of a uh, smaller ballpark. It's kind
1: of the uh, pitching equivalent of picking up the guy pitching in San Diego or against Houston.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Doesn't <laughs> matter who it is, as long as they're pitching in San Diego, chances are they are gonna get a decent performance.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right. Um,
1: All right. How about a how about a pitcher?
0: You got you got one? Oh man. I mean, I, already
1: I got ma- two. I got two. If you don't, if Uh-oh. you don't got. One.
0: You no, know, You know what? I'm just going to say it. I think Will Harris is fantasy relevant.
1: <laughs> dude, <laughs> I swear you to God. Are, dude, you are just riding this train to your death, aren't dude, you? This I'm, is, riding,
0: this I'm riding is, this to death. This is
1: your tombstone guy. This, year. this is a guy, like, they're going to put on your tombstone when you die. Loved Will Harris in 2013. Loved
0: Will Harris. I, this guy reminds me a lot of C.J. Wilson. It's not that he's a lefty or anything, but he's, like, putting up numbers. No one's No one's watching him. Um, why why are they not pitching him in later innings? I have no idea.
1: All right. Well, I don't think anyone has any idea what Kirk Gibson is doing, so I don't think you're alone.
0: Yeah, I think I think you can get. I mean, also with that team, they're kind of like a home run hitting team, so I think you. They get, do
1: play in a hitter friendly park.
0: Yeah, as a reliever, I think you get four cheap wins out of him, and you get a caper nine. Over 10. Or at 10. Okay.
1: okay. I Which... like it. I, I'm, I'm going to go with a couple starters out of Florida. Okay. One AL, one NL. The kid I like coming out of Tampa is Chris Archer. Okay. He was a big prospect. He was a huge prospect. He got a big arm. Uh, He he ended he ended the first half strong. His last two starts, he went 15 innings, got 10 Ks. He gave up eight hits. And uh, here's here's a real shocker. He kept the uh, walks. to, uh, I would say a minimum in the last 15 innings. He had zero walks in the last 15 innings.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, which yeah. was
1: which is really the thing that was keeping keeping him in trouble when he first broke in this year. Yeah, you're looking at three walks, four walks, five walks. A lot of three walks, kind of kind of high high walk rate. Yeah, but it looks it,
0: really high. I'm looking at a the what's it called the prediction engines on. Fangrass just his he's walk like numbers four, are bananas.
1: He's like a four or five walk per, per nine guy.
0: Oh, but these, uh, these things are saying that he's he's projected to get five walks per nine, which is that outrageous.
1: Is, that's a little high. I don't think he's quite that bad. I think I think he he was a little wild when he got in. Um, but uh, I I, I don't know if it's if it's just small sample size or if he's turning it around. He's getting more confident in the zone. To be fair, it was against Minnesota and Houston.
0: It looks like he's throwing so, heat. His average fastball is uh, ninety-five miles an hour.
1: That's what I'm saying. He was he was a kid with a big arm. If he <laughs> learns to control, if he learns to control that fastball and just pounds that zone, I think he could have a good second half. I think he could be uh, he could be one of those guys where you, you pick him up and he might not be a start every time out. I mean, he's going to face some rough games against. Against teams like Boston, some some of the more mature teams that are going to take a lot of pitches. Yeah. But he is definitely going to beat up on some of the teams that like to swing the bat.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, I like that choice.
1: He's got some swing and miss stuff. And uh, on the other end of the spectrum is the kid out of Miami, it's Nate Eovaldi.
0: Uh, who, form, uh, former Dodger prospect, Nate former Eovaldi. Former Dodger
1: prospect. Is, is Maybe part of the reason I love him is that he was a former Dodger prospect. Um he, his strikeout rates a little low his his era and uh, whip are are a little luck driven right now he's getting a little lucky but I you know he's 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 been putting up quality starts every time out since he's come up I don't think he's quite that good but he, he pitches had, in a huge he
0: pretty park. electric stuff
1: too and he pitches in a huge park that Miami park is just cavernous. So, I think he could put up decent numbers. He's, he's going to have. I think they're going to limit it his innings. I don't think he's going to pitch a lot of innings. But again, he could be another guy if you're in an NL only league and are looking for a starter. The wins are yeah. pretty fluke, but he's not going to hurt you most of the time if you're pitching him at home. Okay. So, so again, one of those guys where you're like, well. Geez, if if you're in an, if you're in a league that deep enough where you're looking at him, go ahead and pick him up. Give him a shot.
0: Yeah, I just I hate picking up guys that are on bad teams, pitchers on bad teams, because you never know if like their bullpen got rocked the day before, so they're just gonna like leave a guy in there and let him get crushed for like four innings when they normally would pull him.
1: Ah. W- wins are so
0: and then wins. They're so
1: fluky you they they come and they go I mean you can go six strong and your your team doesn't hit. and you can go seven strong and your bullpen blows it I mean that happens to everybody I mean there's no rhyme nor reason to why why people get wins I mean look at Chris Tillman Chris Tillman not a great pitcher 11 wins
0: no yeah that's true that's true um... not a
1: great pitcher does not deserve 11 wins and yet you know what has 11 wins
0: very true it's very true so do you...
1: Matt Harvey superstar pitcher I think he's got something like seven wins or eight wins
0: okay so here's a question Nate Eovaldi or Bronson Arroyo
1: wow um I- I'm gonna take the upside with Eovaldi I think I think he 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 could get a few more strikeouts I, I don't think the strikeout rates should be that low I think the stuff's a little better than that
0: Alright, what about Nate Evaldi or your boy Yolis Chassin?
1: Uh I think I'm going to go Yolise.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: try through. He pitches in the NLS. He's gonna be facing the San Diego's and Arizona's and you know well, Arizona's not bad. But I mean San Diego he's gonna pitch in he's gonna pitch in San Francisco, which is kind of a pitcher friendly park, so
0: Alright. Well here's here's a big name. What about Nate Eovaldi or Dan
1: Heron? Oof. Wow. Uh, I, I want to believe, <laughs> really believe in Heron. I really want to believe in Heron. He's not as bad. I think he's hurt. <laughs> I, think, I think I'll think i say Eovaldi just because I think Dan Heron's hurt. Okay. Some, something's not right. I, I, I don't know if there's a shoulder. I, I think this is more of just He's hurt and he's not saying anything and we'll see if this DL stint that he just had will help him out. But uh, I think he's hurt.
0: Yeah, I mean I kinda I, I thought about choosing Dan Heron as like a I don't even know if it's a bold prediction for the second half, but I I kinda wanna believe in the guy.
1: I I do too. I mean I, I just don't think skills erode that quickly, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it it, other pictures and I just, I, it's hard to believe that it would fall apart as quickly as it did.
0: Exactly. I mean, but it's been over a year, and he hasn't really been good for. Yeah. A little bit right now. It's not just. Uh, yeah. This is not five
1: starts. Yeah. This. Is, yeah. This is. This is going on two years. But uh, yeah, those are our bold predictions. I like them. I think we had some. Uh, some I, not so bold and some pretty bold predictions.
0: Yeah, some wildly outrageous. <laughs>
1: wildly, wildly outrageous. Jose Tabata love.
0: Yeah, Jose Tabata. I would, I would love to see Tabata do well.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm staking my claim on him. If he actually pulls this off, it's, it's gonna be a tentpole moment for our little podcast.
0: <laughs> I mean, We're yeah,
1: gonna ride that into the futures, and we called Jose Tabata superstar. Yeah. What's up? Is Tabata a guy that could get traded? You never know. Hey, I mean, what it's if he ends Pittsburgh up... Pittsburgh a... is
0: kind of in it, but uh, don't they have a lot of talent in the minors, or am I just making that up?
1: They they have a, a, the kid that everyone seems to like, Polanco, I believe. Uh, I think he's a little far away. Okay. He's a big, skinny kid. He's like 6'4", 170.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: he, might, he might be on the Dominic Brown train, like... Lots of potential, takes a few years to get it all together. Maybe like a Dexter Fowler type guy.
0: Got it, got it. Well, yeah, you
1: can get Dexter. Both, both similar guys, big, tall, long swings. Kind of took a few years to, to get it together in the bigs, but are turning it in around now. Still young, and they're still in their, their mid-20s. So
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, but
1: we're expected to be superstars in their early 20s, and it took a little longer than expected, but they're turning it around, fantasy relevant now.
0: Yeah, definitely fantasy relevant now. Alright, is there anything else we uh, want to talk about?
1: No, that that was uh no. First half behind us, let's move on to the second half and see how these bold predictions turn out.
0: Yeah, oh I guess I kinda want I don't even know if this is bold. I kinda wanna uh, I kinda wanna believe in Evan Gaddis as a second oh, half
1: guy. Okay. The white was it the white bear?
0: El Blanco Oso.
1: Yeah, the white bear. Plum the white,
0: the white bear. Um, I, you know, he doesn't really have a place to play on the field,
1: but actually, he's got three places to play now with all the Atlanta outfielders getting hurt in a week. So that is
0: true. That is true.
1: He has three outfield spots to choose from, so he's fine. He's good to go.
0: Although I, I don't know. You want him manning center?
1: Ah, uh, well, you know, he'll make it work. I guess Andre. He's a bear.
0: Andre Ether Ether is in center, so I guess anyone yeah. can play center, right?
1: Go. There you go. Basically, at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, He's uh. She's a big superstar. I don't know how bold that is. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's, uh, wrap this up. I'm David pollock
1: I'm Todd Sakamoto.
0: And this was the 2020 All Stars Podcast. We will see you next week.
1: See you later. All right.